0: Hello everyone and welcome back to the 7th episode of the Show Me the Book podcast hosted by the E-Team members of ARCS. I am Purbi Bhajacharya and for those who are not familiar with this new voice, I am the newest member of the E-Team in ARCS. I am from Nepal and I will be one of your hosts for today's episode. With me, I have...
1: Hello everyone! Well, I'm sure you have heard my voice once or twice before. So yes, I'm Anish, and I'm also from Nepal. Uh, I am a second-year fourth-semester student alongside with Burvi, and today we are accompanied by one of the brightest students at APU, our guest of honor, Miss Anar. Yes,
0: you are absolutely right. I am beyond excited to be hosting this episode with our beautiful, beautiful guest, Anar. She is currently a resident assistant in AP House, along with me, and also the recipient of the 2022 Momofuku Awards, and also the president of the Mongolian APU Student Association. So let's welcome her with a huge round of applause. Hi. Hello, everyone. Um,
2: uh, (laughs) I'm very nervous since this is my first podcast, but I'm excited to be here. And thank you very much to our hosts for today's uh,
0: podcast. <laughs> I think we're all very nervous, especially for me and for you, because this is our first times, first time in this podcast. So, rather than jumping right into the topic, why don't we start with a little icebreaker?
1: What do you think? Um, sure. So Anar, uh, how much, you know, how much familiar are you with like icebreaker in Japan?
2: um i think ever since i actually entered apu i've done probably hundreds of icebreaking games <laughs> so i'm very used to it and i'm excited what kind of question you guys will be
1: asking me today yeah yeah this is the thing in japan like and before you start with anything formal you do a little icebreaker it might be in meetings you know any gatherings icebreaker
0: it's yes. very important very important I think
1: so, too. Okay. so for the icebreaker Today, I want to ask you, what is your favorite word or phrase?
2: Ah, nice question. So I actually prepared um, my favorite word at the moment. And I go through this dictionary called Dictionary of Obscure Sorrows, written by John Koenig. And a word that I came across was the word sonder. So the definition of sonder means it's the realization that each random passerby is living a life as vivid and complex as your own. So now I quote John Koenig, and he says, "Sonder is a word that means when you're populated with their own ambitions, friends, routines, worries, and inherited craziness. It's an epic story that continues invisibly around you like an ant sprawling deep underground, with elaborate passageways to thousands of other lives that you'll never know existed, in which you might only appear once as an extra sipping cup of coffee in the background, as a blur of coffee, as a blur of traffic passing on the highway, as a lighted window at dusk." And I think it's such a beautiful word because we get so caught up in our own lives that we forget that there's 8 billion people in the world who are also having their lives as vivid and complex as ours. So I think it's a very
1: beautiful word. Wow, this this is deep. That really so?
0: was deep. My word is going to be in shame wow. in front of yours. Oh, my God.
1: What about you, Ruby? Do I okay. have uh, maybe a Japanese phrase or word like,
0: I do have a phrase that I uh, say on a regular basis or use on a regular basis. It's not as beautiful as Anar's word, but I think it encapsulates my current life as much as it can. And it's basically, it'll all work out. Or in Japanese, Mm nantokanaru. My whole point in life as of now, what I think is, if it's meant to be, it'll happen. If it's supposed to work out, it'll work out. No matter how busy I am or no matter how up and down my life is, I have a belief that it will eventually work out, and obviously, wow. That's I think my current obsession and my current obsession with a word, if I do say so myself. What about you, Anish? Do you have a particular phrase, well, phrase or a word? Both of
1: you guys had amazing, like you know, like phrases. Uh, I think it's not the same for me, but yeah, for me, I think it's uh, suki, which means <laughs> like in Japan. So you gotta like everything, you know. You gotta like every people. You gotta like every places, and you just uh, enjoy life. Basically, you know, if you like, so start liking a lot of things yeah, you gotta of like life. Yeah, yeah, you, you gotta like, to life, like life. life. You gotta love, and you gotta enjoy life. So that's all, I guess.
0: Couldn't agree more. As we are talking about life, I do want to ask everyone: uh, How have you guys all been? What have you guys been up to? I think it's a very simple question, yet the answer could be as vague or as as diverse as we possibly can think of. Uh, For Anar, I want Mm -hmm. to ask, because I'm a bit closer to you in terms of our friendship, and I know that you've taken two years of online schooling, and now you're finally in Japan. (laughs) So I want to ask, how was your expectation of Japan? How was the reality of Japan as of today?
2: Yeah, it's been crazy uh, doing two years of online learning, you know, sitting in my childhood bedroom in my home country, Mongolia. Um, since coming to Japan, which was the first time this April, um, life has been immensely busy. I've been all over the place. I've been doing so many things, trying to make up for the two years that I kind of lost, you know, doing online school. So I have been busy, but I have been appreciating every step of the way. And I think it's been a great experience coming to Japan and experiencing all these different things and, you know, learning about the Japanese culture and people. And I think, um, well, one expectation versus reality is a very random topic, but Japan is a very, it's a country that has a lot of moisture. So I expected my skin to be glowing. I expected my skin to be thriving. But in reality, it has actually deterred and has been a lot of breakouts. Um, So I think that's one expectation versus reality for Japan. It wasn't as pretty as I'd expected to be, but I'm grateful for everything else.
0: I couldn't agree more. Uh, I think it's not Japan. I think it's the stress that we've been under. That's (laughs) one of the reasons for this. Uh, I know how hard current life is in Japan, especially because we're both RAs. So there's a lot that goes into this. And I have to ask, uh, I know you've been doing so much Do you have like a work-life balance that you've been trying Mm -hmm. to pursue or how are you moving along with things, you know, managing life and everything else? Mm -hmm.
2: So since coming to Japan, I think the first three to four months, my first semester here, um, I actually got very overwhelmed with everything. Uh, There was just a lot of stuff that I had to do. It was my first time being an RA. It was my first time being a college student on campus, trying to do like these extracurricular activities while also focusing on my academics. So there was a lot. Um, And I think for my first semester here, I didn't really have a balance. I Mm -hmm. tried to do everything at once. And although I did it, uh, I succeeded, but it was, you know, a difficult process. And I think this semester after, you know, the summer break and getting used to my environment here, um, I've understood that there has to be a balance and you have to prioritize everything, you know, and that means making sure that everything is scheduled, making sure that you make time for yourself as well, uh, which I think is very important. I think having balance in your life is my main
0: goal. I agree. I agree. Without balance, I think, especially for the situation we're in, we are technically adults. We are I mean... <laughs> technically adults, so without balance, it really wouldn't work out. Mm-hmm. But I think you've been doing amazing with how you've been balancing everything, especially with the fact that you now have the Ando Momofuku Scholarship in, under your Yay. belt. <laughs> uh,
1: well, uh, I'm curious about something. Mm. Going back to the topic of what Purvis said, like of being like uh, you know, if uh, life uh, stressful, mm-hmm. I wanted to ask you about like how was the two years. Back when you were in Mongolia and you are doing online classes, Mm. that must have been more stressful than like doing it in person.
2: I mean, to be honest, since I started my university life online, there was really nothing else I could compare it to. So it wasn't as stressful as it would have been if I had, you know, been at APU for a semester and then went back home trying to, to adjust with the online workload. But since I started online, it was actually quite simple. And because I was still living at home with my parents, you know, I had fresh food every single day. I didn't have to pay rent. And all I did was, you know, homework. And um, the first year was just me, you know, learning from my computer. And then the second year, I was like, oh, I should probably do something else. Because although I applied to become like a TA and like all these extracurricular activities at APU, since I wasn't residing in Japan, there was no opportunity for me. So I actually went on to do something of my own, which actually led me to winning the Andamon Fuku Award, which was unexpected, but great. Yes.
1: Yeah, so I think you uh, made the most out of your two years by winning the Andamon Fuku Award. Yes. And so yeah, coming back to the topic, like, how is it like getting your scholarship You know, uh, helped with your current life in Japan? Like, how is it helping mm-hmm. you right now?
2: Um, So, although I won the award in July, I won't be receiving the scholarship funds till next year, February. Oh, yes, <laughs> really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, I did helps. not know that. Yes. So, I didn't receive any money, so it hasn't really done anything. Um, but also, I think you know, in order to change my current life and in order to change like anyone's lifestyle, you need like more than ten million dollars. Um, so, so, I think, true. yeah, I know. So. I'm grateful for the award, and I'm pretty sure it will help me with my tuition and other necessary um, expenses, but it's not really going to change my workload or my life balance, Um, and I think it was a great experience to just win it, but I'm pretty sure I'll just save the money for something important later, because, you know, you never know where life's going to head, so it's important to have, like, some sort of an emergency fund, which I'm hoping this award could be for me.
1: Well, I couldn't agree more. But uh, any special plans for the future after receiving the money?
2: Um, I'm probably gonna send my family some gifts.
1: Wow! Uh, because Isn't in Mongolian that culture, yeah, in Mongolian
2: culture, when you receive something, um, it's important for you to share it with your loved ones. So I'm very excited to um, send them a portion of my uh, award.
0: Agrees. <laughs> <laughs> also, it's not just about the money. It's Definitely, an amazing yeah. title. Oh my god! It's such yes. a big achievement, and I couldn't congratulate you more. Thank you. I think it's something that everyone would love to have. And you're an example that if you work hard and put your effort to it, you can definitely achieve everything you want. Yeah, and
2: actually thinking back to it, when I was stuck at home um, online, I was searching through the APU scholarships. And I saw at the end the Momofuku Award, and it was like noted as one of the prestigious awards at APU. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that'd be so nice to get someday. Um, so once I do go to Japan, I'll try working towards it. And I did. And I received it and it was a very weird experience mm-hmm. like when you remember you thinking of something and wishing for it and then you told forget about it and then you actually receive it and you're like whoa did I just manifest that uh which I think I did actually so
0: <laughs> and you deserve it 100% wow, thank you thank you so much so uh you did talk about how you you know you had all these thoughts that of things you wanted to do once you're in Japan. Mm-hmm. So did you have like a personal philosophy or like a motto before you were doing this before you actually came to Japan? Mm-hmm.
2: I think once I knew that I was going to come to APU and Japan after two whole years, you know, of doing online learning, it was surreal, but also I couldn't really believe it because I've had so many instances where I thought I would be going. Um, My first semester, my second semester, you know, every single semester I thought I'd be going, but I didn't. So once the time came and I got my visa and I got my, you know, flight ticket, um, I started to think, oh wait, my life is going to change so much. Um, So I started to think about, like, things I start to do. Um, My first one was, you know, applying to be an RA because it's such an important role for the residents, and as well, it would help me a lot. Um, So I had like a list of things that I wanted to do once I came to Japan and I've been fulfilling them one by one so I think my motto that I have been learning and I think will continue to learn is you create your own future Mm. and you create your own path so if as long as you work for that future that you wish for yourself then anything is
0: possible life lessons with on 101 right <laughs> there everyone right I can, there
1: I can, I can relate that to myself as well you know um, before i came to japan like my philosophy was to you know uh be open just be open you know mm-hmm. to new things uh, new uh people you know uh, new experiences i just want to explore the world you know yeah gain new experience so i didn't have i didn't want it to be close-minded like, go out there throw myself you know mm-hmm. and gain new experiences perspectives so yeah. i think that made me as i am you know i am a outgoing person mm-hmm. so i just treated myself i made new friends you know that's how like things started coming to me you know like mm-hmm. if you if you you know like uh, close yourself you know to the world mm-hmm. i think that's just harming yourself you know you yeah. got to open yourself to new things. That's how you grow up as a person. Mm-hmm. Your perspective change, your whole, whole, whole world, you know, widens up. Yeah. So Yeah, I think I can read that to you. you as well. The same part. How about you, Brooke?
0: Uh For me, I didn't have to spend two years of online school, but I did spend an entire year of online school. And I was lucky enough to have amazing friends, even during my online classes. Mm-hmm. Uh, like on our i also had a lot of things i wanted to do once i get to got to japan but i also did a lot of things when i was in my own home country so i was i'm really thankful for apu for being able to provide so many opportunities Mm -hmm. even when half of its students are online half of the students are still not there in their in the campus so i think i was lucky enough to be able to take part in so many things and now that i'm here i'm i've taken part in even more things i've kind of lost track of yeah. count I've even lost count of the things I do now yeah. but I think it's an amazing experience to be able to you know not just like Anish and like Anar said to not just you know limit yourself to what you have to be able to go out there and search new things and have a new perspective on things mm-hmm. and I think it's an amazing thing that's happening uh, I do want to mention right before when we were talking about the Under the scholarship you did say about how you know, you wanted to do new things, and you did do new things, and new things uh, leads to bigger things, obviously. So I know that you are currently the head of MASA, if I'm not wrong, yes. the Mongolian <laughs> Association, yeah. mm-hmm. and that's an amazing thing to be proud of, especially among your peers. So mm-hmm. if it's okay with you, please tell me a little bit about this journey yeah. that you have here with MASA.
2: Yeah, definitely. So the association was first created in 2019. Uh, when we had the Mongolian Week, um, and it was created by, you know, the group of Mongolians who study at APU. And at that time, it wasn't a lot. It was around, I think, 20 to 25 students. And uh, currently, we have around almost 50 students um, that come from Mongolia that are studying at APU. Uh, So after, you know, the Mongolian Week happens, COVID hit, and then, you know, we all know where that went. (laughs) 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 So because of that, we couldn't really do any activities or hold any other weeks. Or do any cultural events like we did uh, in 2018 so um, once the members graduated last semester they you know went searching for the new uh the new core members for the group and i applied to be the president or the main representative of MASA. and i got accepted which was great um, but i think it was because I'm not sure if this is a positive thing to say, but I'm a very patriotic person. I Mm -hmm. love my country. And although it has many, many, many faults, um, I try to look at the bright side and see the deep culture within my country. And it's, you know, the place where I was born. It's the place where I was raised. So I think it's important for other students and other countries to, um, you know, have a little bit of the Mongolian culture as well, which I hope to continue to... um, show APU students and Japan.
0: As you should. I mean, one of APU's biggest selling points, if I do have to say, is the fact that we have people from so many different cultures and so many different nationalities. And the fact that you're representing a a, a substantially pretty big group of students here, I think that's an amazing thing that you're doing. So uh, it's honestly, you know, the fact that you're representing out there and you're showing your love for the country, but at the same time, you're also creating this group of individuals who have similarities between them and i guess you've created a sense of friendship or a sense of comfort for even new students who are there so Mm -hmm. what do you think about that for all the new mongolians who Um, enter every other year mm -hmm. so
2: hmm, that's something i need to think about um so i think you know coming to an international school with a bunch of like hundreds and hundreds of students from different cultures and backgrounds. Um, it was quite exciting to you know find familiarity within um, the school with my fellow Mongolians, and I think Mongolia only has you know three million people, and it's noted as the most densely populated country in the world. So there's very little of us, and I think it's important for us to come together and work towards something, and it, whether that be you know promoting our culture to Japan or different um, people, or whether it be trying to work for the development of Mongolia. I think it's important that a nation or the people of a nation come together to work for something bigger. Uh, so I think that's the main goal that MASA has right now, is to make sure that the other students at APU know that there's an association called MASA, and that we're you know planning. Very exciting events and cultural opportunities to showcase our um, history and culture. I agree.
1: Okay, I have one question for you, Anna. Is it uh, safe to assume that we are having a Mongolian Week anytime soon, then?
2: <laughs> so, Um, We are planning for a Mongolian week next year.
1: Thank
2: you. Oh, you heard it here, folks. You heard it here
1: first. There's a leak right there, audience.
2: Yes. Uh, It's very exciting because, you know, recently we just had Indonesian week. Recently, this week is Korean week. And all these weeks are happening. And every time I see them, I'm like brainstorming, you know. Ooh. We should definitely incorporate that for Mongolian Week. Or, ooh, this would be really nice if we could include this part of our history into this and make sure our grand show is as brilliant as it can be. And it's so exciting that I'm not the only one that's very excited about it. I think all the Mongolians here um, are really excited to do another Mongolian Week after four years. You know, the last one was in 2019. So if we're going to do one next year, then it's going to be four years since the last one. Wow. And I think we're just all very excited to organize a big event and showcase how great, you know, Mongolia is to the rest of the school. Yes.
0: I I think this also relates back to the fact that Massa is not just a group, it's more like a family, I think, by the yes. way that you've described it. And I think it's a place for all Mongolians. You know, it's like a home away from home. Yeah. Definitely. Is it it's definitely I mm-hmm. think so too. And uh, the way you've described and and the way you talk about it, it feels like it's something that's really close to your heart, mm, and it's definitely you know a lot of connections that you've made by the group. So, mm-hmm. would you say that the people you surround yourself with, especially in the Mongolian group, do you consider them you know almost like a part of your family, a family away from your family back home? Definitely, definitely. You know, since Mongolia is such a you know
2: a very small populated country. Um, if we go like back, you know, a thousand generations, I'm pretty sure we're all related. We're all related. (laughs) So yes, they are like my second family and I can't wait to spend even more time with them and, you know, help them with their journey at, you know, being a university student. And it's very exciting to see, you know, their faces bright up when, you know, they're brainstorming about what we can do, uh, what they can participate in, you know, and it's been a great feeling. And I feel like I'm getting older because you know i'm having like this mushy feeling in my heart when i'm looking at all these children <laughs> so yeah it has been a great experience and i can't
0: wait to see um, what activities we'll be doing in the future that's amazing uh, i do have to ask you hopefully we will be having uh your Mongolian peers also listening to this podcast, <laughs> so hopefully. So do you have a little message that you want to relate to your friends or to your kohais or mm-hmm. to, future, to future MASA mm-hmm. members? Do you have any message for them? You can go ahead and share your heart now. Oh, that's so great. Yeah, I
2: think, you know, my country right now, it's at a very difficult stage. Um, and there are a lot of, you know, teenagers, adults that, wish to leave the country and you know live somewhere peaceful which i understand i totally understand but i think it's also important to at least try and stand up for our country and i think that's the main um you know thing that i would like to say to my fellow mongolians is don't be afraid to be proud of who you are and i think it's important to be proud of your country even though it's an underdeveloped country and even though it has tons of corruption and, you know, difficult stages, I think it's important to stand up for what you believe in. And I hope you guys all believe in the future of our country, Mongolia, because I believe in it. And I think as long as others believe in it as well, then we can see a brighter future.
0: It definitely. I think I can also relate to your message to Mongolia with, you know, here in Nepal because we're also a pretty small country Mm -hmm. and we also have similar situations with a lot of people just wanting to leave it Mm -hmm. and I think uh, remembering your roots is something that's really important and I think APU does an amazing job of helping students also stay true to their own identity Mm -hmm. because uh, even though this is Japan and even though there are people from so many different backgrounds uh, the fact that we have multicultural weeks and the fact that we have Organizations that actually help you highlight your own culture even more. I think that's something we should definitely not forget and mm-hmm. be proud of our own countries as well and be proud of where we're originally from. Mm-hmm. So I think that's an amazing message that you've tried to convey here and to all our listeners out there as
1: well. It is conveyed to, to all our hearts. Exactly. <laughs> this is this has you know lit me a fire inside my heart as well. I do. Spirit the Nepali community <laughs> and like uh, do Nepali Week in the future maybe.
2: Yeah, that would be so great. Aye. And uh, what I'm also realizing is just from like the 20 minutes that we've been conversing about, it's, you know, when you're still in high school, you have such a different mindset. Mm-hmm. And I feel like there's this specific period in your life where you're like, oh, I'm an adult. so. It's weird because you know all the cheesy things that you saw on Tumblr and like you know keep calm and doing that da da When you're in high school, you're like, oh, it's so cringy and cheesy, right? I know. But now when I'm listening to the words that are coming out of my mouth, I'm like, what? That's so cheesy, but I truly believe in it. Mm-hmm. So it's crazy how you know far one can go and how
0: different their mindset can become. True. Yeah. I do think so as well, especially like the high school message. High school me. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh uh, that was a long time ago. Long time ago, a, ago. a long time ago. Uh, the fact that we're just like in our early twenties and we can kind of, you know, see how different the world is now compared to what it was like in our teens. It's crazy. Well, age, you know, time. What can we say? We can't <laughs> yeah. stop it. We just have to move along with it.
1: Uh and just takes away without you knowing it.
0: Yeah and i can't yeah. believe that we've been talking for almost 30 minutes now it doesn't seem like this long. Exactly. Is time
2: is so crazy <laughs> exactly it feels like it goes even faster as when you age <laughs>
0: oh, god. and we're speaking about like age like
2: we're like these old people but we're no, not we're, we're not young. guys we're not begin. we're very young We're yeah. just
0: twi- i'm just 20 oh my god yeah. no like life is just mm-hmm. beginning mm-hmm. which i'm very excited for i know uh, and i think uh through the conversations that we've had today To all our listeners out there i think they will definitely agree as well that you know you have multiple opportunities in front of you and the best you can do is try to take on as much as you can obviously don't challenge yourself you have to think about yourself as well you have to keep your own well-being at first as well but at the same time you're in a different country to all our international viewers especially you're in a different country you might as well you know take every opportunity you can mingle around with as many people as you can have make friends go ahead and talk learn a new language not just Japanese that's something everyone can definitely take away from and I'm so glad that we had this conversation today yeah it was great
2: it was you know a very surreal thing because this is my first time you know doing a podcast and I've been listening for two podcasts since like the start of COVID Mm -hmm. so it's very exciting, but also nerve- nerve-wracking, because I feel like I've messed up so many times oh, since the beginning. completely fine. But yeah, it has been a really fun experience. And I think just to end what I want to say, and just like make sure everything that I said together comes together. So um, something that I said was like Mongolia and how I believe in it. Actually, the reason why I was selected to be the End for Momofuku Award uh, receiver, recipient I created a magazine called Situr and I hoped it would become like a creative tool for inner development of my home country Mongolia and uh, it was launched last year 2021 and I really wanted to do this uh, another one this year but with everything uh, just going by so fast I didn't have the time so I am starting to plan it for next year and I think since coming to APU and experiencing and meeting such new people from different backgrounds and cultures, I really want to incorporate them, and so I think this is this is like a little promo. Um, I'm calling for you know students who have passion, um, who are creative for anything at all in life, um, because I really want to put their ideas and opinions in one little magazine mm-hmm. and wow. make sure it's shown and broadcasted to first my home country Mongolia because Mm -hmm. I think what Mongolia is lacking right now is international and multicultural ideas on what life is and what people think about their lives and what you know they're striving for and I hope it will give them some sort of motivation and also understanding about the world because sometimes I feel like we're all you know all in our little bubble and it's important to pop that bubble and explore, because mm-hmm. the world is so vast and
1: so
2: diverse. So I think it would be a really cool uh, thing to incorporate all these different people's ideas and artwork and, you know, their passion into a little magazine and broadcast it to the world. So if you guys have any interest in this, then please contact me.
0: It's a little promo, but of course <laughs> why I know. I'm so excited for this. <laughs> Is the old magazine an online-based magazine? Uh, it is. Um, I actually created a website in OWL. Oh, that's amazing. Oh, yeah. Don't worry. We'll have it here in the <laughs> introduction part. We'll link it here. So everyone who has uh, listened to this podcast, definitely go and check it out. We'll have it all linked down because I think it's amazing that you're doing this initiative. And I'm so excited for you. Oh, my God. I can't wait to read. I can't wait so... <laughs> to see what's coming up next. Um, so I think on this note, We can head towards our conclusion. I think it's been an amazing the past uh, 25-30 minutes that we've had this conversation with you. Uh, I feel like I've gotten to know you so much more better even though we live in the same (laughs) building. I feel like I'm seeing you in a new light. I'm so glad that I was able to have this conversation with you and with Anish. Uh, To do the closing, do you have any words of encouragement or any sort of message you would like to give to our listeners, to the students of APU, or even to your own little Mongolian community. Anything at all, please.
2: Um, Yeah, I think, uh, as you know, I noted in my favorite word at the moment, Sonder, if you guys could also just check it out and read it once or twice and really let it sink in, because I think it's important. It's an important word to know. Um, By the way, it's not an official word in the Mm -hmm. dictionary. It's a made-up word uh, by the author. And he has this dictionary because he wanted to create words that we all experience but don't have a word for, which I think is, you know, great. And also, as I said before, you create your own future. So all those opportunities that you see on Campus Terminal, go for it. because Oh, yes.
0: Yeah, That's the- <laughs> a lot of people overlook this, but Campus Terminal is a gold mine if you look it at it properly, it honestly. It
2: and you know you only live once, and exactly. time goes by so fast. So why not spend that time doing things you are passionate about? Why not spend that time learning about the world? And why not spend that time living life as to the fullest potential that you can? You know. Agreed. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So yeah, not to be cringy or cheese or anything, but that's how I feel nowadays. Which
0: Absolutely not. I think makes let's go me feel. It. No, it's it's let's go for it's, it. it's the perfect explanation there could yeah. be. On this note, this was your new, one of your new hosts. This is me, Purvi Bhajacharya. You'll be hearing a lot of my voice, hopefully in the next episode that will come out soon. So uh, once again, thank you so much, Anar, for having us here. And I think for my closing uh, remarks, I would say, like Anar mentioned before, go for those opportunities. This entire podcast for me is a new opportunity, mm. and I'm here taking that opportunity. I'm doing something I love, and I think everyone with me can agree as well. Uh, Anish, do you have any
1: ending remarks? Um, well, just don't limit yourself, folks, and uh, as Anar said, go for it and um, be open to new opportunities. Uh, go dig that, go mine at Campus Terminal. And, Campus Terminal yes. is beautiful. To everyone <laughs> who
0: ignores that thing, please don't. It's it's amazing.
1: Yes, it was a very fun chatting today with uh, Anar and Purvi as our hosts. So yes, that's all. Thank you very much, listeners.
2: Thank you guys for Thank having me. Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>